Welcome to another edition of The Power of Words with me, your host, Kevin Treasure, author of The Power of Words and Winner's Mentality. Our aim is to help people win in life through the power of their words. You are born to win. Folly, you want the key to revival? The key to revival is hearing from heaven. The key for revival is positioning ourselves to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying to the church. The prophet stood and said, I will stand upon my rampart to hear, to watch, to see what the Lord will speak, to what it will say when I improved of him. The saying, I will hear what God the Lord will speak, for he will speak peace unto his people and to his saints. I will hear, for the key to revival is to hear from heaven. We want revival, we need to hear what heaven's saying. Where is revival happening? Where is God working? Where is he moving? Where is the next move of God? Where do you want me to preach? Where do you want, what pavement, what street, what road do you want me to stand upon? Where do you want me? You want the key to revival? We need to hear what God is saying, where God is leading. So many people want to do their own thing and think God wants to bless you, their own thing. No, God wants to bless what he's ordained you to do. Because when, when, you, when you're where God wants you to do, you'll see the manifestation of his presence and his power. I will hear what the Lord will speak unto his people. I will hear what the Lord will speak. He will speak peace unto his people. I will hear what the Lord will speak. We've got to position ourselves to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying, what he wants to do this year. We cannot go around in circles. Many of us, we've done 21 days fast, 7 days fast, 14 days fast. Have we come out with power? Or have we come out of a religious experience? Have we come out hearing his voice? Or have we come out just saying, I went on a 21 day fast. Fasting is good, it kills the flesh. It's not going to make you any more right with God than you already are. I just want to make that absolutely clear. You're made righteous through the blood and the blood alone, not your fasting. Now fasting is good because it kills the flesh. And we need to kill the flesh. But have we heard his instruction? Have we heard his instruction? Revive, a, um, a Elijah went before Ahab and he said, there shall be no rain or no dew. That's how, that's, listen, this is how serious this drought was going to be. He said, there's not going to be no rain, nor dew. Dew is the little droplets of water that we see on leaves and plants. There's not going to be no rain, nor dew, except in my word. And then he disappeared. And he heard the voice of God, get down to the brook of Cherith. I could preach a whole message just on that alone in regards to the cherif and where cherif was that cherif represents. And you're going to totally depend upon me. God is looking for some preachers that are going to totally depend upon him. And he said, I'm going to bring ravens. They're going to, they're going to feed you bread and water, bread and meat in the daytime and nighttime. And I'm going to, going to drink by the brook. And when the brook had dried up, I'm going to hear again. And I get thee to Zarephath. Zarephath, that's Jezebel's father's country. But get thee down. I've commanded a widow to feed you. A widow? I'm supposed to look after widows. Not widows look after me. Go look in the book of the law. But he was obedient to God. And he stayed there. Miracles, signs happened. As we know. Faith was tested. So before revival can come, your faith will be tested. And then it was time. He heard from heaven. And he said, go show yourself to Ahab and I will send rain. But before the rain comes, we need the fire. I'm saying it again. Before the rain comes, we need the fire. You see, we need the rain. Send the rain. Send the rain. The former latter rain. We need the rain. We want to eat and drink. We want the rain. We want the rain from heaven. We want to see the glory of God. But before the rain comes, there must be the fire of God. 
that Elijah heard from heaven. And he knew revival is coming. So he got the wood in order. He got the altar in order. He rebuilt the altar of the Lord. Many altars have been falling down. Many altars have fallen down. And God is saying, listen, I need you to rebuild back the altar. The altar where you met with me. The altar where you use at 5 a.m. prayer. Midnight prayer. Midnight prayer. Rebuild back the altar of me in your life. Rebuild back the altar. And put yourself on it, preacher. Put yourself on it, woman of God. Put yourself on it, man of God. So the fire can fall. So I can use you for my glory. He saw revival because he heard from heaven. I said Elijah saw revival because he heard from heaven. And then after the fire fell, let's get rid of the false prophets. Because you see, we need to get rid of some false prophets because there's a lot of false preaching that's going on. I'm going to say it again. We need to get rid of the false prophets because there's a lot of false preaching going out there. And it's sending people to hell and telling all kinds of people all kinds of things that do not line up with the word. And the only way to heaven is through his blood. He said, let's get rid of the false prophets. Let's crucify them. Let's kill them. Let's get them out. Take them down to the brook. Slay each and every one of them. And then let's go and pray. So after he'd done what he needed to do, he went up to pray. You see, it's only prayer that's going to bring revival. He knew the key. He knew the key. Before the rain can come, the fire must fall. And then for the rain to come, we've got to pray it down. Listen to me, we need to pray down revival. We want to see revival like never before. God is saying, I'm calling preachers to pray. I'm calling schools to pray. I'm calling churches to pray. I'm calling men of God to pray. Forget the entertainment. Sinners ain't come to be entertained. Sinners come to say, how can my life be changed? How can I stop drinking? How can I stop smoking? How can I stop the lifestyle that I'm leading? Because I know there's something missing in my life and that something is Jesus. And I'm like, I've come to be entertained. I've come to see how can I get my life right? How can I get my life right? And Elijah went up to, uh, Ahab went up to eat and drink. But Elijah went up to pray. And he sent his servant, go, 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 seven times, seven times, seven times he went. And on the seventh time he said, I see the cloud that the size of a man's hand. You see, we need to pray. We need to pray, pray, pray until we see the hand of God move in your life. Pray until we see God move. Pray until we see revival come. Pray until we see what we've been praying for, we've been asking for, pleading for, and crying for. Pray, cry out to God. He said, get you down because the rain is about to come. I will instruct thee. I will hear what the God, the Lord will speak because he will speak peace unto his people. But let them not turn again to folly. Philip. Don't even reading the word. I guess know the word. You've got to have the word inside of you. He went down to Samaria and he preached the gospel. And the Bible says there was great joy in that city. There was great joy in that city. Why? Because revival had come. But it needed to be another revival. And he heard from heaven. He said, listen to me. And sometimes God's instructions do not make sense. But we just got to follow them. God don't make sense. He creates sense. And he said, listen, go down to Gaza, which is desert. And he didn't know what he was going for. But all he know, he had heard from heaven. So he said, I've got to leave one place of revival. But I know God has got something for me. And he said, go down to Gaza, which is desert. And he heard a man reading. And it was only one man. And sometimes God will send you for one person. But that one person holds the key to the city. Jesus went to Samaria. He said, I must pass through Samaria. And there was a woman. A woman that had a lifestyle that, listened to me, may have been contrary to the lifestyle of that time. But Jesus said, I've got a mission to this woman. 
And he preached the gospel to that woman. And that woman dropped her water pot. And she went and she told the whole city. And if you read the book of John chapter 4. Then the people of Samaria came. Why? Because of one woman. One person can hold the key to your city. God was pointing to one. He may not point you to the crowd. But he may point you to one person. Who has the key to that city. And in this case. Philip heard the voice of God. And it was a eunuch. The Ethiopian. And the Candice. But he was seeking God. Is there anybody that's seeking God? Is there anybody that's really seeking God in these last days? Who's seeking God? He was God, seeking God. He wanted to know more of God. He knew that there was more to know. And he said, do you understand what you're reading? I said, I understand except someone told me. And Philip took the invitation. And then he opened his mouth. And he preached Jesus Christ. I pray that God will raise up preachers that will open up their mouth and preach Christ Jesus in his last days. And he preached him right through. He didn't just bring him through to salvation, but he brought him right through to baptism. How do we know that? Because the end of it says, here is water. What does hinder me from being baptized? He said, if you can believe, if you believe that Jesus Christ is the son of God. And the Bible says, because Philip heard from heaven, I will hear what God the Lord will speak. For he will speak peace unto his people and to his saints. That eunuch was baptized. But he didn't see Philip again until he got to heaven. Because Philip was caught, caught away doing the will of God somewhere else. And this man went away, if you know the scripture, rejoicing. You see, revival brings joy. I said revival brings joy. Acts chapter 13, is it? Let me turn there. Make sure I'm preaching the word of God. Acts chapter 13. Now in the church there was at Antioch certain prophets and teachers and Barnabas and Simeon. And one called Nigan, Lucius of Cyrene, Amanian, which had been brought up with Herod, the Tetrarch, and Saul. And as they ministered to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Ghost spake. You see, sometimes we minister, we minister, but who's ministering to the Lord? Who's getting alone with God to say, let me minister to you. Let me hear what heaven is saying. As they minister to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Ghost spake. You see, as we fast and pray, listen, I have an expectation that God will speak to us. As they minister to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Ghost spake. And he said, separate me, Paul and Barnabas, for the work that I've called them. There's work for you to do, preacher. There's work for you to do, man of God. There's work for you to do, woman of God. And sometimes I need to separate you. I need to separate you from the crowd. Because there is a job for the crowd. But there's an assignment for you. I'm going to say that again. Sometimes he needs to separate. Because so, God said the word I have for you. It's not everybody can be with you. Not everybody can go where you're going. But they heard the voice of God. I, I will hear what the Lord God will speak. For he will speak peace unto his people. And they went down and they preached the gospel and they preached the gospel and signs and wonders followed them. There was a man, there was a, if you read down there, he said he was trying to speak to the government, but there was a wicked witch. There was a warlock there trying to stop the governor from receiving Christ Jesus. And Paul spake and he went blind for a season. There's another time, I believe in Acts chapter, I believe in Acts chapter 16. Now Paul said he wanted to go down. He wanted to go down to, um, where was he say? He wanted to go down to the region of Galatia. He wanted to go in front of Pythagora and down to the region of Galatia and he was forbidden by the Holy Ghost. So he wants to do the right thing but the Holy Ghost saying it's not the right time. 
And the Bible says, and then they will come to Mysia and he said to go to Bithynia, but the Spirit suffered them not. So they want to preach one place and the Holy Spirit is forbidding them. They want to preach another place and the Holy Spirit is saying, uh-uh, not that way, not that way. But they still want to preach the gospel. But listen to me. He was sensitive enough to the Holy Ghost to know, okay, Holy Spirit, this isn't where you're taking me. This isn't where you want to go. I pray that God will raise up preachers that be sensitive to him, sensitive to his leading, sensitive to where he wants to send us and where he wants to go. There are many people that want to go to America. They want to go to England. They want to go here. They want to go there. And God is saying, I need you to stay right there because you have a work to do right there where you grew up, right there where you are. And he's saying, but God, listen to me. I need more exposure. God is the God that lifts people up and puts people down. I said he puts down one and he puts up another and he can promote you right where you are. Your job is to be sensitive to him. When he tells you to move, you move. When he tells you to stay, you stay put because you don't know what's out there because there's some harbor sharks out there. And listen, outside of the presence of God, there is problems. Ask, ask Jonah about that. The Bible says that he sent him to Nineveh as we know. And the Bible says he fleed to Tarshish away from the presence of God. So we know that the word of God for your life is the presence of God for your life. Keep me in the presence of God. Moses knew what he was talking and said, listen to me. If your presence doesn't go with me, don't send me. We need the presence of God in our life. And the Bible says that he wanted to go here, he wanted to go there. But the Bible says in the night vision, it appeared unto him a man of Macedonia going down to Philippi, which is the chief city there. And he said, come over and help us. And he knew that God has spoken to him. He knew that God has spoken to him. So when God speaks, you know that revival is coming. So he went down and he preached and he preached the gospel. And everywhere we know, everywhere Paul preached, we know that there was revival. Everywhere the Paul went, there were known as miracles. There were signs, there was wonders. And he cast out one devil, one devil, one devil he cast out of the woman of God, uh, of the woman with a spirit of divination. And they put him in jail because they lost money. You see when people lose money, that's when you really make some enemies. But the Bible said even though he was put in prison and he was put in stocks and put in the inner jail, he still knew to rejoice in God and sing songs and praise God and pray. And the Bible says at midnight, there's something about a midnight prayer. The Bible says at midnight there was an earthquake. Listen to me, he had heard from heaven. But even though even hearing from heaven may get you in trouble, let me tell you something now. God will still turn up even when you're in trouble. And he said there was an earthquake. And how can you have an earthquake and nobody die? Every door open, everyone's chains loose, but yet nobody died. There are supernatural earthquakes that God will cause people to walk through. And the jailer was about to kill himself. And Paul said, no, don't kill yourself. We are all here. And he preached the gospel. He said, sir, what must I do? Because he saw the miraculous power of God. Because he saw that had been beaten. They'd been beaten. They'd been whipped. And then put in stocks, but still managed to praise God in the inner jail. He had never heard singing in jail before. He'd never heard praise and thanksgiving in jail before. But he knew these people must have been a special kind of people. He said, sir, what must I do to be saved? And the Bible says that him and his whole house were saved. Him and his whole house were saved. According to biblical scholars, that this man became the, the pastor of the church in Philippi, according to biblical scholars. But Paul heard the voice of God. And there was great revival. I believe again in the book of Acts, Paul went to, I believe, the Corinth. And while he was there, I believe he was in Corinth. And the Bible says that while he was there, I was just praying. He was in a trance. And as he was in a trance, he heard the voice of God. He's saying, listen to me, stay and preach the gospel because I have many people in this city. Where is it? Where is it? Let me show you where it is from the word of God. So you know. So you know. 
that I am preaching the gospel. Here we go. Acts chapter 18. Acts chapter 18. Verse 8. And Crispus, the chief ruler of the synagogue, believed on the Lord with all his house. And many of the Corinthians, hearing, believed and were baptized. Then spake the Lord to Paul in the night vision. By spake to Paul in the night by a vision. Be not afraid, but speak and hold not thy peace. For I am with thee. No man shall set on thee to hurt thee. For I have much people in this city. And he continued there a year and six months. Teaching the word of God among, among them. And then we know, obviously, as soon as he starts to preach, we know that persecution starts. But he heard from heaven. And the church in Corinthians was one of the biggest churches. Well, the same thing at Ephesus. He heard from heaven and he began preaching the gospel. Preach the gospel. Preach the gospel. You see, when we hear revival must come. You see, the disciples, they heard from heaven. They were filled with the Holy Ghost. He said, go and wait in Jerusalem and to be endued with power from on high. Mark Santa. And this is what the church is missing. We need the power from on high. There's much entertainment, but there's less power. And God is saying, I need more I need more power and no entertainment. Jesus didn't come to entertain. He came to save the souls of the lost. And the Bible says that the Holy Ghost fell. He spoke to 500, but only 120 were there. And the Bible says that the Holy Ghost fell. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. Let me go right there. Acts chapter 2. He gave them an instruction. Acts chapter 8, 1, 8. But you shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And you shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and in Judea and Samaria and unto the uttermost parts of the earth. The book of John said, wait until you be endued with power from on high. And the Bible says, and when the day of Pentecost, chapter 2, was fully come, they were all of one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. And it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire. And it sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. And began to speak with other tongues as the Holy Spirit gave them utterance. Revival came because they had taken instruction. They had heard from heaven and they prayed until something happens. God is looking for some preachers. They're going to pray until something happens. God is looking for some men and women of God. They will not come out of the closet until they've received instruction from heaven. And I believe this is the year that God is calling many to himself. Many are going to see the glory of God. Many are going to see the glory of God. Many are saying, God, send me to the nations Send me to the nations. Here I am. God, help me to affect my generation. I was born to affect my generation with the gospel of Jesus Christ. God, I want to see the blind eyes open. I want to see the deaf ears unstopped. Not just in Africa and India or Asia. I want to see them right here in the world. Because people think that miracles only take place in certain places. No. God wants to equip his people. The same God that anointed Peter and Paul and James and John with his Holy Spirit is the same God that's anointing us with his Holy Spirit. How bad do you want it? Will thou revive us again, O God? 
You see, this world needs revival like never before. They need it in Bible times and much more they need it more now like never before. When people don't know whether they're coming or going, when people are falling into different religions, false religions, when so many people are going astray and there's a falling away in the church, where people are saying, well, this church done this and this church done that and this pastor done this and this pastor done that. Listen to me, don't go about what you see in people. Go about what you see in God's word. Keep your focus on Jesus. Because now is the focus. Now is the time like never before. Especially you young people. Keep your focus on the Lord. Because man will fail you. Pastors will fail you. People will fail you. But Jesus will never fail you. Keep your focus on the Lord. Don't put no man on a pedestal. I tell people don't put no man on a pedestal. Because man will fail. And if you put man on a pedestal. God will ensure that he fails. Just so you put your trust in God. Thank you for tuning in to the Power of Words. The Winner's Mentality. Please remember to subscribe to our podcast and leave a review. Check out our website, kevintreasure.com. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook. You are born to win.